Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. It's kind of wild because now it's September. I feel like the summer flew by and we made it, guys. We made it through August. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but August has always been like the worst month for me. I don't know what it is. But it's just so hard for me to get through. And I actually talked to my therapist about it. And she was like, because it's change. You know, when you were younger, you were getting ready to go back to school and the summer fun was ending. And I was like, damn, but now I'm an adult. So now I just work all the time. (laughs) But we made it. We made it to September and I'm very excited about it. Last week, if you tuned into the Taylor Swift podcast, I kind of talked about like being a fangirl and how I'm, you know, I'm 28 and people might think it's weird that I'm a fangirl or whatever, but I honestly don't give a fuck like let me make that clear I'm gonna do what I want to do you do what you want to do and let's just let's just be cool and not make fun of each other anyway I want to start this off with a quote that Taylor actually said during her BBC Radio 1 live lounge interview I actually haven't listened to it yet but this is like I said this is just a quote but if you haven't check out the BBC Radio 1 um, covers that they do they have some great ones I know there's one of like Demi Lovato singing take me to church There's just a bunch of different ones, and all the covers are just incredible. I know Ed Sheeran covered Sam Smith once. I have random ones on my iPod that will come up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds really good. But anyway, this is what Taylor said. I don't think you should ever have to apologize for your excitement. Just because something's cliche doesn't mean it's not awesome. The worst kind of person is someone who makes someone feel bad, dumb, or stupid for being excited about something, period. That's it. That's the end. And that's how we all should feel. If you like Laguna Beach, hell yeah, keep liking Laguna Beach. (laughs) If you're 28 and you've been going to Backstreet Boys for 20 years, continue. This is all just like me talking to myself. (laughs) But don't be embarrassed for like shit you like. People just want to hate for no reason. Okay, back to Laguna. Sorry, my cat just meowed. You probably didn't hear it. Um, I met these really cool girls, Shelby and... Taylor. I met them at the um, Backstreet Boys concert and they listen to the podcast. They've been a part of the Biatch fam for a while. So I want to say hi to you guys. My mom has literally no idea what I do on Instagram. She barely knows what Instagram is. And she was like in shock that anyone even wanted to talk to me. So that was really cool, Shelby and Taylor. Thank you for, you know, hanging out a little longer at the Backstreet Boys concert so I could come and say hi and thank you for following and supporting. As I've said before, like if I'm out in Nashville, I'll 100% meet up with people. Like if you want to come to the bar I'm at or something like that, like totally down. But if I'm having a night in my apartment, I'm probably not going to (laughs) leave. Okay, so let's go back, back to the beginning. Actually, we're going to the end of the beginning. So last episode, we found out that Wall and LC are together and honestly it might be one of the best plot twists of all time in any show any reality show maybe there are a couple other ones but anyway nobody saw this coming you know production didn't see it coming and they were kind of like oh like this is way better than her looking desperate for steven like she's about to change the bad boy so we think at least such a good plot twist but it's not about that right now right now they're going to graduation and it starts with alex h jessica and Kristen hanging out and talking about signing yearbooks and we find out that talon isn't going to graduation and Kristen said he's just going to get his ged or whatever and i talked about this in podcast episodes before and that's because talon moved to la to become a superstar but i don't think mtv wanted to like highlight that I mean, now you can go to high school and be an Instagram influencer. But back then you didn't. You couldn't do that. There was no Instagram. There was MySpace. And I know there were like MySpace celebrities. You know, there was like Jeffree Star, who's still famous. Um, Tila Tequila, who's a fucking nutcase. 
I last I heard she was a Nazi, literally posing in like Hitler gear. That is what Tila Tequila was doing. Hopefully she is not in that state of mind anymore. Who knows, though? But I mean, she even got her own show. Remember, was that that was double shot of love, right? Or shot of love? I don't know. Shot at love. It was basically what Polly and Vinny did, except better because I don't know. There was a bunch of drama with them, too, with that show. But I'll get into that some other day. But I feel like Talon, he would have been a great Instagram influencer. But unfortunately, back in the day, to be an influencer, you had to, like, move to L.A. or to New York and actually get your picture taken with products instead of just sitting in your bathroom telling me to do gummy bear hair, running your fingers through your hair, being like, look how thick it is. Look how much it's grown. (laughs) No shade to Instagram influencers. I mean, if you can do it, hell yeah. I don't blame you. I would. I mean, if I could make money just by sitting there and taking a vitamin and saying like swipe up to use my code, I would 100% do that. But no, I have to work 40 hours. (laughs) Okay, so like I said, Talon isn't going to graduation. He's getting his GED because he's already living in L.A. at this point. And I don't know if he went to like night school or what, but I'm assuming he did get his high school diploma at some point. And then Jessica asks why Dieter and Steven are going. And they all just kind of give each other looks and Kristen starts laughing and she goes, because they still like us. And I'm pretty sure after Laguna, Dieter and Jessica got back together. They ended up dating for a little bit. Didn't last. But like I said, like... I really want to ask them what happened. I really do, but I, I'm trying not to be like that. I try not to make my page like that. I mean, they're both happily married with other people. <laughs> so I feel like that's kind of like rude to their spouse if I was like, so Jessica, tell me about Dieter. Or even with Dieter, you know, tell me about Jessica. Sometimes I wish that's how I created my page, but I've never done that. So I don't think I'll ever get into that unless they want to talk about it then hell yeah I'm re- I'm down I'm ready now we're back at the Conrad castle I feel like um there should be like classical music playing in the background when I say Conrad castle but they're starting to introduce Heidi a little bit more and it even shows her like helping Lauren make the bed while Jen watches because there is no way Jen Bunny has ever made a bed in her entire life maybe now maybe now she makes her own bed but back in the day during high school no way Jen Bunny was not doing that allegedly I feel like I have to say allegedly whenever I mention her. But they're talking about Jason and Elsie's going off about the hot rod. She's like, you know, like a hot rod. You know what it is? Do you know? He picked me up in a hot rod. And they're like, is there a windshield? (laughs) And she's like, no, there was no windshield. There was no roof. And you need to step on a tire in order to get into the hot rod. Like she just went on this whole rant about it. And I don't blame her. I mean. If I got picked up in a hot rod, I probably wouldn't get in it, to be honest. They freak me out. No seatbelts, no windshield, no roof. I'm good. Thank you. Take your car elsewhere. But she mentions how sweet he is and how she's going to his grandpa's house. And Elsie is just smitten. She's so happy with Jason. And we all know it's not going to end great. (laughs) We're going to watch this like little train wreck for two years still or maybe another year, whatever. So Steven's back in town and he pulls up to Kristen's to get the graduation tickets And Kristen's just like, now I get why you were like tripping out last year. And he's like, yeah, it's crazy. And then he says he's excited to see her graduate. And she's chilling on MySpace. Like you see it. You see the blue. You know what I'm talking about? Like the dark blue, then the light blue. And that's MySpace. We all know MySpace. MySpace had us making layout codes before HTML was even a thing. Like I could still do basic codes. Sometimes I'm like, no, I know HTML. I can definitely, you know, make your music player disappear on your myspace page so they just kind of hug and kristen says she's excited he'll be there blah 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 and Dieter rolls up to jessica's 
and to get his tickets and he's just laying on the horn like so annoying but funny but also annoying I'd be annoyed and I ended up grabbing just a clip because it's a cute moment they were a cute little couple wish we got to see more of them but we didn't we got to see the aftermath and they seem pretty cool with each other so this is the cute Jessica and Dieter moment you're so rude did you really graduate? <gasps> Now we're about to get some KCT from Alex M, who always has like great gossip, I feel like. And it's because she ruled with fear. People were afraid to be on her bad side. So Alex M always got the tea, right? Sometimes I feel weird saying tea. I have to admit it. Like, ooh, what's the tea? Like, I don't know if I'm too old to say it, but I'm going to just continue to say it. And we all just, can you just accept me for who I am, please? Thank you. So as I said, Alex M is about to tell us about her and Casey while she's hanging out with Taylor in wicker chairs. Like, it's not a shit talking table, just a wicker chair. (laughs) Two wicker chairs in the corner of a nice balcony overlooking the ocean how beautiful but we find out that Casey invited the Alex Taylor Morgan gang for lunch and Alex just keeps saying she wants to squash the beef like she doesn't want to fight with anyone she's over it it's senior year she's probably never going to see each other again whatever and Taylor also agrees that it's good she's like you know I think it's good that you're doing this you don't want to leave on bad terms with anybody and then they do an amazing Casey impression As you guys know, (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. Casey's impression of me is like, um, I'm trying to like think of something she says. She's like, I don't know how many pageants I've been in, but (laughs) like, like, it's just like that. Um, but they do really good ones. So get ready. So we know we have that to look forward to because that fight between Casey and Alex M, I swear, is one of the most underrated moments in Laguna history. I'm over it. I just don't want to be your friend anymore. Like, oh, such a good line. I need to use it on someone. Will somebody please get in a fight with me so I can say that? Thank you. Now we have Jay Wall picking up LC. He even goes down, knocks on the door. He doesn't just honk. He doesn't tell her to drive her own car like he did to Jessica. Seems like a real changed man. There isn't as much gel in his hair as usual. He's just comfortable around LC or something. So we think, right? We really think Elsie is going to change this bad boy. Is next? I think next episode might be Fight the Slide, and I'm so excited to talk about it, but I can't talk about it right now. We're going to wait for that for next week or two weeks, however long. But they're heading to his grandpa's house, and Elsie asks, she goes, do you think we're, like, random? He's like, what do you mean? Because you can barely ever understand Jason. Thank God he's sober now. I'm so happy for him. He's, like, coherent. It's kind of nice. She's like, you and me, are we random? And he goes, yeah. And they both agree that they're random. And then Jason like kisses her hand. And Elsie says in her, I'm with a boy fake voice. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, oh, I hate when girls change their voice around guys. And Elsie does it all the time. And I, I don't know if she, I feel like she does it all through the hills too. I mean, I'm sure with her husband now, he knows her voice. <laughs> and a lot of people say in her um, podcast that her voice sounds a lot different. 
And she said it's because for years she had to like scream over nightclubs and that's why her voice changed so much. So that's a little fun fact you can tell your family and friends. But I feel like they show these two kissing like a lot. They showed, you know, Steven and Kristen kissing here and there. But these two are always like doing these quick, quick pecks just over and over. And it's like they turned up the volume on their mics or something so you can hear the smacking of their lips. They get into his grandpa's jacuzzi and continue to make out with one another. And then she's like... Do you think you could ever live away from the beach? And he's like, yeah. She's like, really? He's like, well, not too far. So no, Jason, you, you couldn't live away from the beach. And then he he said something. She said something. And then he's like, basically, like, I would live anywhere with you. He adds with you. And she goes, ah, oh, wait, 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 wait. What do you think Elsie says back? If she's with Jason. What do you think she says back to him saying, like, with you? I'd live anywhere with you. Going to give you a second to think about it. She says, that's cute. <laughs> of course. They always say that's cute. <laughs> oh, it drives me so crazy. I feel like I sound super bitter about that. But no, I just think it's super annoying how they say that's cute a thousand trillion times. So now we're at graduation day and Jessica's trying to figure out what to wear. She calls Alex for advice and they both agree they're wearing a hot pink dress. Jessica's a little nervous. Hers is too short. But I think it's fine. I mean, the gown's pretty long and I don't know. I don't know. At my graduation, I feel like after I took pictures in my gown, like I didn't unzip it or anything to show off my dress. And I had a white dress or like a little sundress with purple tropical flowers from American Eagle. I still love American Eagle, but I'm a little too big for their clothes at the moment. Trying to lose some weight. Let's get it, girls. <laughs> Gonna work on summer 2020 body. <laughs> And half their shirts now are just half shirts. Like, I used to love their um, casual t-shirts, like the v-necks they had. But they don't make them like that anymore. Now it's Old Navy. But let's get excited because now it is time for graduation gifts. We all know that Kristen gets a frying pan. And Dennis, Zaddy Dennis, who we love so deeply, says, so you can start cooking up some exciting things in your life. What a dad joke. I feel like Dennis is full of dad jokes. He just seems like such a nice guy. I was so excited when he was on Very Cavallari for that. What was it? A full episode? Two episodes? He made a little appearance and I was like, oh, I love Dennis so deeply. <laughs> he just seems like a fun. I don't know. He seems like a good guy. He seems like a nice guy. So you ready for the list of gifts? Are you ready? So Alex gets a diamond ring. Jess gets some earrings. Taylor gets a necklace. Casey gets Tiffany earrings and necklaces to remind us that she is richer than everybody else and Tiffany's nothing to her. But I think Alex M gets the best gift out of either season's graduation episodes. I don't remember season three graduation. I don't know if they all got gifts then. I feel like I'm saying gif, but it's gift, gifts, whatever. But Alex M got a passport for traveling to Spain for a month. And I guess that was part of some kind of program where she was like a student ambassador. I feel like she talked about it on our first live that was deleted, unfortunately. But I think out of everything, I'd want that. Like, keep your Tiffany's earrings. Give me that passport in Spain for a month. So Cedric and Jason are getting ready. And Jason walks in and he's like, what's up? And Cedric's like, hey, cutie. And I feel like a lot of people were curious about Cedric. I think I used to think that Cedric was in love with Jason. But now Cedric's married to a woman, has a baby. So keep those thoughts out of your head. He's very happily married. But Jason isn't going to dress up. He's like, I'm just going to wear a T-shirt and shorts. I don't care. Like, doesn't matter. And Cedric decides just to wear his boxers. 
He was ner- He was going to be naked, so he decided to go with the boxers, though. That was more appropriate. The next scene is Jessica, and she's trying to figure out which side her left and which side her right is, for like, for the tassel. And during the live with Jessica, someone was like, Jessica, do you know your left from your right now? And she's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand why they're asking you that. And she's like, remember with the tassel? And I was like, oh, like, I didn't even think of that because... I feel like I had that issue too. You know, you're so excited. You're so hyped up and everyone's like, make sure your tassel's on the right. I'm like, shit, is it? I don't know. Is it on the right? And she was also looking in the mirror. So I kind of feel like that probably messed her up. A l- I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help, but I probably had issues with my left and right now. I do. I have, I'm directionally challenged. Sometimes I'm like, go left. You're pointing to the right. Yeah. Go whichever way I'm pointing. <laughs> What's that? Your Irish is right. Your Irish left. Go to your Irish left. That's what my mom used to say. I don't know if anyone else's parents said that, but my mom did. We have a moment with Taylor and Karen, her mother. And Taylor hates the hat and says, like, I look like a potato sack. I hate the way I look right now. And her mom tells her that she needs to sex it up. (laughs) Karen follows Laguna Beach. She seems really funny. She seems like a good time. Speaking of time, look at that little segue I did by accident. Time by Chantel. And I can't even pronounce her last name, but it starts with a K. So that's what song plays, Time by Chantel K. And I think it's way more emotional than season one. I don't know why. I feel like more connected to the season two cast. And it's probably because it's longer. It's a longer season. And every cast member was really involved in the season, I feel. I feel like they did a really good job of like season one, you know, Christina and Morgan were kind of pushed to the side except for Christina's Broadway audition. Whereas here, it's like everybody has their moments. Everybody has camera time. And I just feel like they're more personable. And maybe they just knew how to act. You know, after watching season one, they're like, we're going to do this better. And they did. So I feel like it's way more emotional than season one. And it's just beautiful. And I did record the valedictorian speech her name is also alex a lot of laurens a lot of alex's two morgans <laughs> but here's what alex had to say for her and it's not alex m or alex h it's i think her name was like alex r so alex r graduating class of 2005 from laguna beach high here's your valedictorian speech At my graduation, the superintendent did a speech, and I'll never forget, she was like, even the Beatles started at strip clubs. And everyone was like, oh. <laughs> like, I understand you're trying to say that, like, everybody starts somewhere, but that was a very odd place to say. And I think her name was Superintendent Jackman. I don't really remember. But she had these, like, insane fake nails. That's one thing I remember in spiky blonde hair. The next morning, Kristen and Alex H. are chilling in Alex's bed, taking Kodak camera selfies. And Alex is so confused about what the end of the beginning means. She's like, Jake sat there for 15 minutes trying to 
explained it to me and I just didn't get it. And it's the end of the beginning. And Kristen says, I don't have the patience to explain what that means to you right now. (laughs) So I'm like, you hungover, girl? But then she goes on to explain, like, it's the end of one chapter and the start of the next. But Alex doesn't get it. She's like, no, it's the beginning of the end. And she goes, no, no, that's not right. I I think Alex probably understands it now, though. I'm going to I'm going to say Alex gets it. And they joke about the freshman 15. And she goes and Alex is like, what if we gain the freshman 15? And Kristen says, you will. I won't. And they call each other bitches and start laughing. Now we have Alex, Morgan, and Taylor, and they roll up to Casey's mansion. And apparently her house is called the Gucci Mansion. I don't know if one of you followers told me that or if someone in Laguna told me. I don't really remember. Or I, I don't know why it's called the Gucci Mansion, to be totally honest. Maybe because it's so beautiful <laughs> or something. I don't know. They're knocking on the door, and there's like a little sitting area, and Taylor just looks over at it quickly. She goes, she's like, do you think anyone's ever sat there? You know, just a random thought I thought was really funny. Taylor's funny. She has like really funny moments and she also just seems so genuine. But Casey says she made him sandwiches and they're heading out back. And this is like a random sidebar, but I love Morgan's speaking voice. I really just like it. Is that weird? I don't know if it's a weird thing or not, but I really, really like Morgan's speaking voice. Okay, back to back to the scene. Enough with the sidebar. The beef between Alex and Casey is squashed. They basically just squash it, whatever. And I'm sure production had something to do with that, like, Alex made it seem like she did like Casey, but production kind of pushed her to become friends with Casey, become better friends with Casey type thing. The whole scene, though, it's basically Morgan and Casey talking while Taylor looks uncomfortable and Alex just stays chilling. She's not saying much, but you can just tell Taylor wants no part of this conversation. And LC and Jason are chilling on the beach and we find out that Lauren's moving up to L.A. before the end of summer. And Jason's also moving to L.A. And at this point, actually, during like season one of The Hills, Jason's actually living in an apartment with Dieter and Steven. We never find that out. But could you imagine that would have been such a good little additive to put into like the hills show them all hanging out too and them all partying. But I don't know what the producers were thinking. They just wanted it to be about LC, I guess. But I think they I still think they should have shown, you know, other Laguna people because Talon still hung out with LC a lot. And obviously Jason was still friends with Talon and living with Steven and Dieter. It could have been like friends, guys. It could have been like friends. We could have had a friends show. Said it was about Lauren. (laughs) which I love I love I'm team Lauren I've always been team Lauren I can't even I mean I like Kristen a lot too I think Kristen's way funnier and has more to give but I don't know I like Lauren and maybe it's because I've been brainwashed since I was little to like Lauren but I like Lauren (laughs) so now we have a great Alex Jessica and Kristen moment and it's one of my favorite quotes in the entire series when Kristen says that's the most random thing I've ever heard in my life After that little moment, we have Jason and Elsie leaving the beach. And then there's this. Oh, I love Lauren. What? I love Lauren. Oh, 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 I love Lauren.
So, I mean, at this point, we kind of think that she's going to change him. Oh, we cannot be so lucky, though. You cannot change someone who doesn't want to be changed. Remember that. <laughs> it's it's funny watching it back, though, because you're just like, you're ready for Fight the Slide 2005. You know, you know it's going to be bad. But I don't know if there's one more episode in between that one and this one. I'm not 100% sure. I guess we'll find out. You think I'd have all these memorized, but I don't. Like I said, sometimes I'm rewatching. I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. I forgot. But it's been two weeks. I feel like I have a lot to talk to you about. I know last week I did the Taylor Swift one. If you didn't listen to it, totally fine. I understand Taylor Swift isn't for everybody. But for those who did, I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys like the new album if you're a Taylor fan. I think it's one of her best. As I said before, I still like Reputation better. But Lover surprised me. It surprised me a lot. So the other week my mom was here, which was awesome. I was really nervous about it, but... You know, we had such a good time and it was like I was hanging out with my mom again. You know, she was she was good. She was normal. There was no tension. It was really cool. And I love her a lot. And I'm glad that our relationship has gotten so much better. And I think me living so far away has helped a lot. Whatever the case is, you know, she's such a trooper. We we did so many things and she never complained once. <laughs> I was complaining more than her from like the heat and stuff. But no, we had a great time and she didn't try and drink and I didn't drink at all either. And we just had a blast. It was so much fun. So one thing we did do, we went to Bailey Luttrell's showcase at Florida Georgia Line earlier in the day. Like the day of the concert was last Monday. So we went a little bit earlier. And by a little bit, I mean we got there right at like 1130. <laughs> but we got our seats and Bailey came on and it was great. But it was cool because like AJ was there. But I felt kind of like bad. Because AJ was performing on the first floor and Bailey was on the second floor. But with that one on the second floor, you're going to get your picture with Bailey and Brian. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to wait. Like, I met AJ back in December and he was super nice, super nice guy. But this was just a performance. Like, you weren't meeting him or anything. So I was like, no, we're going to stick it out. We're going to see Bailey. We're going to see Brian and it's going to be great. My mom, you know, chatting with everybody, little social butterfly. I wonder where I got it from. <laughs> Bailey's great. You know, I've, I've heard his, um, I sing you know a lot lately. I apologize. I keep catching myself. But I've heard his songs, like, recorded, obviously. And I was kind of like, oh, he's fine. But he's a lot better live, which isn't something you usually say about a band or singer, I guess. But he's way better live than he is on record and I think it's just because his personality is really good like he reminds me a lot of Brian so it was funny that we all line up to take our pictures and I walk by Leanne Brian's wife and Bailey because I just go right to Brian but before we get there my mom's like can I stand next to Brian I was like hell no woman but we all take our picture and I tell Bailey he did awesome he was great he's like thank you so much thank you and I looked at Brian I'm like we're seeing you for the 13th time tonight and he goes oh my god 13 times thank you so much and I was like okay bye <laughs> I'm so awkward like I try so hard to keep my composure but I was ready to cry I felt the tears and I was like okay bye like I gotta go gotta go that's from the call if you don't know that little that was me doing Brian's voice on the call very bad, very bad, but I hope you enjoy it. My singing voice isn't isn't top notch. Oh, okay. So a couple people did DM me about Brian's voice. And I don't know, I feel like I've talked about it on the podcast before. I don't even remember half the stuff I talk about on the podcast. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I try and keep notes of like the personal things I talk about, but sometimes I just go off. But Brian has vocal issues, and I obviously don't think Vegas was like great for that because they performed so much so near the end of the concert Brian's voice kind of gives out the concert was incredible I think it's the best they've done since like millennium 
They were incredible. Their energy is insane. The last 40 minutes of the concert is just like bananas. My mom and I were singing. I didn't have a voice for like two days, I think, after that. Like my throat still was really, really sore. Worth it. We did pay $200 for our seats. It was my Christmas and birthday gift from her. Worth it. <laughs> we had the best time. And they, they're incredible live. They've always been great live. And they sing live, which I give them a lot of credit for. People will be like, Justin Bieber lip syncs because he dances, right? So he can't do both. But no, Backstreet Boys do both. And how they prepare, and I, and I think how I've seen like Demi Lovato prepare and Justin Timberlake prepare, is they run on a treadmill and sing. That's how they get their, I don't know voices breath that's how they keep their breath up. I don't know the language right I don't cardio they're big on cardio <laughs> that's how they prepare for a tour they jog on a treadmill and sing live while they're jogging I can't even imagine the hell that is within these past two weeks unfortunately Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes broke up still in mourning over that one my favorite celebrity couple other than Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar of course I fucking loved Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes, and I thought they were going to make it. They went six years. They were together for six years. And then they started to become public, and bam, it's over. Jamie Foxx is now dating a 19-year-old girl. A fucking 19-year-old. I think he's, like, in his 50s. That's disgusting. That is so gross. So you know what, Jamie Foxx? Shame on you for breaking Katie Holmes and Surrey Cruz's heart. They had to go through Scientology. <laughs> they had to live through fucking Tom Cruise. And then they got you, and it seemed great. But I guess not. Whatever. Whatever. Katie Holmes should go find another hottie. Other sad news, my best friend Callie's moving. She's moving to Florida. Not very happy about it, but happy for her and her engagement and all that stuff. It's going to be tough at work without her. Um, but luckily, I have, like, a lot of great friends down here. And by a lot, I mean two. All you need is, like, two best friends. And then you can have acquaintances, and that's cool. That's totally fine. I decided to join Bumble, which hasn't been great haven't gotten many matches or messages or anything so it's very bad for my self-esteem <laughs> so as funny as the bios that I've been putting up are I'm probably not gonna be on it super long I feel like I have a lot to talk about because it's been like two weeks but one thing somebody asked me to talk about they wanted me to talk about Javi from Teen Mom Javi is trash. He's a thirst monster. He's horrible. But he was engaged to Lauren, who is baby mama number two for him. This motherfucker. You ready? He had a party with like his gym friends or whatever. I don't know. CrossFit friends. And she during the party, Lauren's like, I'm going to go up to bed because the party was dying down. Javi's like, OK, bye. She goes up to bed and she hears like a lot of commotion going on. So she goes downstairs, opens the bathroom door, and Javi is naked with another girl in his own home while his fiance is sleeping or trying to sleep upstairs. How disgusting of a human do you have to be to do that? Can you imagine what he was doing when she wasn't home, when she wasn't around? I just, I, I can't. When I heard that story, I was like, I knew Javi was a piece of shit, but like, wow, that's tough. Like, I can't. I can't even believe that. I can't get over that. But she ended up like, I think their baby's name is Eli. She ended up taking Eli and going to Maine where she's from. And I don't even know if she's back with Javi yet or what, but what an asshole. Like that doesn't even put into words how I feel about Javi. But yeah, he was completely naked with another girl in a compromising position is what they said. And then he, of course, put out an apology that wasn't actually an apology on Instagram because that's what you do. You put it on Instagram so people know you're serious. 
horrible. Like I used to really like Javi too. Like when he first came on, I was like, oh, he's cute. He's nice. He's a good guy. Kale treats him like shit. And I'm like, okay. So again, maybe Javi was just playing the victim, but I don't think Kale's like the nicest person, but whatever, whatever it might be. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do. Somebody asked me if I was going to comment about Carly and Taylor. I put Cornelia Street in my story with a picture of Carly and I think that's all I need it's tough because like with the Swifties if you talk about Kaler that was their you know their their relationship name you are ripped apart so I'm just gonna you can look it up if you want and there's a lot of different theories out there so I want you to make your own opinion on it there's a blog called Tay Tay's Beard Tumblr and if you just like Google that, it pops right up. There's a lot of theories there you can look at. But if you just Google like Carly and Taylor, I'm sure there's a million things that will come up and you can make your own thoughts about that. Because like I said, I am nervous. Swifties will kill me, <laughs> literally kill me if I go too much into it. I do think there's something there, whether it was just like a really close friendship and maybe she wrote in a way that it was like a breakup, something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I mean, I I mean, I did put something in my story that makes you think that I do think that they were a thing, but I'm just going to let you guys think about that and I'm not going to really get into it. Okay. All right. Also, Netflix hottie Noah Centino is not looking great. And I feel really bad saying that because I know people are like getting on him for gaining weight or whatever. And I don't care. He's still hot. But his I posted this picture of my story again. I don't know if you guys saw it, but his eyes are all red and he just looks disheveled in a mess. And I'm like, that is not the Noah Centino I know. <laughs> Hopefully. A lot of people said like coke bloat. A lot of people thought he looks like he's doing coke and stuff. You know how Jax Taylor looks when he's all on coke. Hopefully he can kind of like straighten himself out. Continue to give us those Netflix movies. But it's hard to hold on to that if you're like a heartthrob. I always kind of think of like Chase Crawford. You know, super hot. But what do you do when your show's done? Now he's on the boys on Amazon Prime, I believe. I tried to watch it. It seems really good. It's just a little too gory for me. I might give it another shot and just like turn my head now that I kind of know what I'm getting into. But Chase Crawford, probably one of the ultimate hotties to me. Jude Law is also an ultimate hottie. I might put up a zaddy poll sometime during this week. Final thing, celebrity gossip I want to talk about. Actually, just to wrap it up, um, Trisha Pateas. I'm going to call her Trisha P. She's from YouTube. Wild as hell. Like... I am not into YouTube drama at all. They all seem problematic with the makeup stuff. But like Trisha, I don't think does makeup. I think she just like vlogs. But her and Aaron Carter have a weird thing going on. And Aaron Carter, please get help. So I have an Aaron Carter story. If you listen to the podcast with Alex H, she talks a little bit about him. And I guess he's very nice and stuff. But I saw him during, I think it's like, it was called like Pop 2K Tour or something. I don't know. It's O-Town, Ryan Cabrera, Aaron Carter. And I think Tyler Hilton's on it sometimes, but he wasn't there when I was there. So Aaron Carter's up there and you're looking at him and you're like, ooh, he doesn't look well. Like he just doesn't look healthy, which is sad. So then he, you know, he's near the end of his set and someone's like, play I Want Candy or play Aaron's Party because those are the songs we know. And he stops everything. He stops his concert and just goes, download my album right now and I'll sing it. And he sat there and stared at the crowd For probably two minutes, and then he goes, you didn't download my album? You got to wait. You got to wait for that. And I get it. You want to push your new music, but, like, don't berate the crowd. (laughs) It was very frightening. His neck tattoo really scares me. He says he's not on drugs. So, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I'm a loss for words because I'm not, like, 
I don't want to say he's like a meth head, but because he says he's not. He does smoke weed. He does say he smokes weed. I just hope Aaron Carter can find some happiness because I listened to a deep dive about him and Nick from Enty, E-N-T-Y, who runs Crazy Days and Nights. And it seems like Aaron had a lot of shit happened to him kind of growing up with Lou Pearlman and all this other stuff. And of course his brother's a fucking Backstreet Boy. So he kind of got, he's living in the shadow of someone else's dream in the words of Ashley Simpson. But him and Trisha have like a weird relationship and she did a 21 minute long video that of course I watched. And she was like, I don't know, I went to his house and he showed me his Beanie Babies <laughs> and he's really nice. I'm like, you're talking about a man and his Beanie Babies. But of course, Aaron Carter collects Beanie Babies. But then yesterday they posted a live video of the two of them and they did this weird kiss. And then today Aaron tweeted that he's actually single. He's not in a relationship. So I'm assuming this isn't going to end well. It's really going to crash and burn. And I hope that they continue to film it because I'm very invested in this. And I just hope they both find happiness. Like I said, look into that weird relationship if you're bored. And there, like I said, Trisha did a 21 minute long video about him and or her and Aaron. Again, if you're bored, if you don't have anything to do, highly recommend it. Really quick about some blinds. You know, I love my celebrity blinds. I always talk about them. And it's crazydaysandnights.net. And then there's one I think called blindgossip.com. Blind Gossip, I think, is a little bit better than Crazy Days and Nights. But Crazy Days and Nights still does great. Like, they still, NT, as he goes by, NT Lawyer, he still predicts a lot of stuff that happens. And somebody was asking or posting in their story about Camilla Cabello. Camilla, Camilla Cabello. And that girl, I feel like, is going to go down a bad path. There are a lot of blinds about her allegedly using drugs. So hopefully she is okay. Also hope Hayden Penetier is okay. I feel like I've talked about her a little bit. I'm always worried about her just because I don't think, I don't know what's going on with her, but that is it. That is the podcast for the week. I will talk to you guys next week. I might, I don't know. I know I've been doing Tuesdays, which have been great for me at least, but next week Patriots football starts. So I'm kind of like, okay, so that's a Sunday. So I'm going to have to just prioritize my time better. (laughs) That's all on me, not you guys. But if anything changes with like when I'm releasing the podcast or anything, I'll obviously let you guys know. I've always kind of toyed with the idea of Wednesday, doing a podcast on Wednesday, because I'll record this on Sunday night and then The Hills is on Monday. So I can't even kind of keep up with that. But yeah, I'll let you guys know if anything changes for now, Tuesday morning, always for now. All right. Have an awesome week. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Remember to rate, subscribe, tell your aunt, tell your mom, tell your friends. And I hope you guys have an awesome week.